the life after high school podcast so we could start off first off how you been peace good, good yeah no uh it's been awesome just traveling around europe is so sweet for just being able to like jump into another country and like the other day i just like booked a boat tour to norway i'm like oh okay casual yeah yeah and i can take the uh, train in 40 minutes to sweden it's just that's not yeah. too bad yeah no so it's super cool to be here for like all that stuff the winters here are like just kind of rainy so far so that part of it's not as fun because i'd yeah. like much prefer to be like snowboarding at west but yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah because yeah, yeah, we got right now what we got a bit of snow we had like 29 centimeters last week yeah my so, mom was saying there's like a big storm and stuff yeah so. but yeah that wasn't too great but a lot of shoveling yeah you're still but, in Sudbury though right eh? yeah yeah so we're kind of <laughs> working here and then trying to just live out save as much money and like go travel go do things and then slowly start to form a life yeah yeah you know <laughs> it's not that. as easy yeah exactly it's not as easy as it seems on paper so yeah no i totally agree <laughs> what type of tea are you drinking i have a mint tea right now nice okay i would tell you what it says on the little thing but it's insane oh my Danish is only so good, <laughs> but it's a nice. little Christmas mug, which is kind of cute. Oh, that's cute. That's sick. Nice. Yeah, I just got, I don't know, it's classic orange Pico, and I can read what it says on the label. Oh, okay. So nothing, nothing too extreme, but it does me, it does me justice. I like the mug, though. No, thank you. Thank you. It was a, uh, I think it was a Christmas gift or a birthday gift. I can't remember. I get a lot of them. Ah, somebody yeah. or somebody mugs. Yeah, so exactly. Actually, Europe seems to have just like so many of these tiny little mugs, and it's not my style at all. Like, I'd I'd almost have two of these in order to fit wow. in a mug. Yeah. So. Jeez, because yeah, it looks tried, pretty small. Yeah, it is. I was trying to buy some bigger ones today, but couldn't even find any. So it's like. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, we'll kick this off. Oh. All right. <laughs> so, kind of take us through the, your transition and like just tell me your story from graduating high school to your program and all the way through to now. Kind of like up, catch everybody and myself up. It's everyone. Okay. Um, okay. Cool. So yeah, I've graduated three years ago now. My God. Um, but uh, I essentially backpacked Europe. Yep. Like, right out of uni with uh, Jessica, you know, Jessica Bertrand. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we, I, she, her brother was living in Ireland, and then my family was in the Netherlands. So we were like, sweet, nice. there's two locations. And then we yeah. just heard how cheap it is to do, like, Czech Republic and Hungary and stuff. So we're like, all right, cool, we got our five. Yeah. Yeah. So we backpacked for a whole month and had so much fun, like, and just like, and it was a huge reality check from like, I just graduated from all of my schooling. And yet there is so much history and geography that I do not know. Like, Oh, it's insane, eh? Oh, it was so crazy. And like, I just remember in um, Budapest, especially like there was, we went to like the riverside. Yeah. And there was all these like little shoes. And I was like, oh, this yeah. is so cute. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like a war memorial of like all the people shot mm. in the river. And I was just like. Oh my gosh. Like when I think of World War II back in the day, I didn't think of anywhere other than like yeah. Germany, France, and like Canada saved the day on D Day. You know, yeah. like it was just like, oh my gosh, like so uncultured. Little mm -hmm. did I know. So, anyways, did all that, got back and was like, you know, now what? Because my degree was in forensic science. So, okay. Yeah. Nice. It was a pretty like career job if I were to decide. Oh, I was debating doing RCMP actually. Okay. Uh, so then I applied to the RCMP and a bunch of other forensic -y jobs. And then I also applied to a bunch of traveling jobs because I was like, well, I just had the great time. Let's do that. Nice. And uh, sure enough, by the end of the summer, August, September-ish, 
-hmm. I heard back from a cruise company in Australia. And I had got a security position on a cruise boat. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Unreal. Yeah. yeah. That's not so, too bad. <laughs> Straight out the gate. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, so that was sick. So I, by October 10th, I think, it was like, I got to do Thanksgiving with the family. Nice. And then uh, after Thanksgiving weekend, they flew me out, like full yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. Like they paid for the flights hotel everything um and then pick, a car picks you up and you get to this like cruise boat and i had never even been on a cruise boat before so i was like this is absolutely insane <laughs> yeah i remember uh, the first yeah the first day i was like walking around with another girl who had joined and we're like there's a casino oh my gosh there's a this like yeah the boat held like four thousand people so it was uh yeah it was huge um so yeah just like super crazy and then uh, it was pretty nuts because I was forensic science, you know, um, but most of my colleagues were actually like post-military and things like that because uh -oh. security on a cruise ship is much more like police work kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, less investigative. So, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> um, but sure enough, like it got pretty interesting pretty quick, mainly for the fact that I was female. Um, so anytime that there was like a domestic or anything involving a woman more often than not, well, always there'd have to be a girl with yeah. her. Um, but more often than not, you know, they'd almost be like the less threatening part of the situation stereotypically. Right. And, uh, I would end up just kind of like thrown in with some girl somewhere and, right. while they dealt with some yeah. conflict with like a aggressive male or something. So, yeah, so that was like pretty intense. Um, cause like one of my first times, it was like first week or something. And there was like this girl whose boyfriend was attempting to commit suicide on the boat. And then when she tried to stop him, then, uh, he was trying to hurt her. So then like a housekeeper, like locked her into a, a cabinet, uh, or like this closet and they like called us. So then when they got there, obviously like all the main guys were like, we need to get this guy, you know, like down and safe and blah, blah, blah. And then I was just like locked into a room with, with the girlfriend. And I was like, Ooh. yeah. So I was like, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> like, um, but I actually got pretty lucky because she was just like a chattermouth and I'm, I'm a, you know, a girl always down for a chat. So yeah, next thing you know, always. it was just like having this big chat about, you know, her relationships and la 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 and everything that had got them into that uh, position. Wow. So it was pretty intense, and then, uh, but then, those are the things that became quite interesting. Yeah. So yeah, whenever it's crazy though, people you think like, oh, holiday, but like, if I can give anyone advice, if if you, um, if you are going on your first vacation as a couple, do not go on a cruise ship. <laughs> Just because you're like so locked, and there's a like there's a casino where you can gamble. There's a bar with nonstop alcohol. And the like classic case is just like one person in the couple wanting to just party the whole time and the other person like wanting to wake up early and get off and do all the, you know, the trips and everything yeah. like that. And then them just like fighting. And I've had to like, girls have to like pack their suitcase and like sat down on the stairs and they're like, I'm done. And I'm like, where are you gonna go? You know, yeah, you like just swim back. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah, and like oh, oh it's just always funny. Like on the radio, being like, um, Emily, there's a girl with a bunch of suitcases in the stairwell. Well, oh, great. Do you want to go keep her company for a couple minutes? Yeah, literally, and that'll just be me. Yeah, and like uh, oh, so many times, and like, but you have to obviously be quite nice. But sometimes I'm like, why are you dating these people? <laughs> yeah, if they're going making you go through that when you're supposed to be on vacation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's always on the way back. People have had, like, the best time, and now they're thinking yeah. of their crappy lives at home, and they're like, nah, don't want to go. Oh. But, uh, yeah, so that was pretty epic. So then, actually, it paid really good. So in my contract was four months, nice. and then in the four months, I actually paid off my school debt. Um, wow, good for you. Yeah, yeah, That's so I'm, I'm totally good. But I was like, you know what? I also want to travel. So then I extended another two months. Uh, so that I could travel with the money. Right. So then, um, and then plus I had already missed Christmas and stuff at home. So it was one of those things mm -hmm. that was like really not going to miss anymore. Like, yeah. 
February in Canada is great and all, but I was living in Australia yeah. where it was like nonstop sunshine. So yeah, I'd much prefer that. Like I love the Great White <laughs> North, but yeah, yeah. Plus, like I feel like coming in halfway through, like your body, I would just be sick and like yeah, just be cold, and I'd be like, oh, my tan would be lost. Anyway, so then, uh, yeah, so I extended until April and then had a friend who was super down to just come meet me in Australia. So my friend Sarah flew over and we rented a, they're called Juicy Van and it's just like a caravan. They, it was so funny though. They literally just, as long as you have a driver's license, they just hand you these vans. So, and they drive on the other side of the road in Australia. I remember leaving, like, the place and being like, oh, my God, like, what am I doing? And, like... Was it automatic or manual? It, it was automatic. Oh, I was, okay. The manual was cheaper, but I was like, you know what? I already have enough things to have to turn yeah. my mind around, so I'm just going to go with the automatic. But uh, there's so many roundabouts in Australia, so yeah. I actually had to, like, sit and wait until somebody else went around to be like, okay. <laughs> so... Yeah, super entertaining. But yeah, we had a sweet trip. Don't speed in Australia. I got three tickets in one month. They have this terrible rule where it's a 10% rule. So whatever the speed limit is, you can only go 10% higher. Uh, So I got a ticket for $160 for going an 89 in an 80. What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I got a ticket of like $300 for going um, like... It was like a twenty-one and or one twenty-one in a one ten. Ugh, it was brutal. Like I, when I got pulled over from the cops, I literally was like, "Surely, like my lights out or something," you know, like or I'm not doing something right because I'm in yeah. Australia and I don't know every single rule. But no, he was like, "Uh, do you know how fast you're going?" And I was like, "About one twenty. And he was like, "Do you know the speed limit?" I was like, "One ten. And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. And they wouldn't pull you over here for like fifteen over. Never, never. Like even like... Them. like <laughs> yeah. Jeez, that's incredible. What? Because oh, yeah. one of my best friends is moving to Australia next year, and I want to tell him that immediately. You should, yeah. Like you just pay attention to this uh, podcast because um, there's some advice on there you might want to write down. <laughs> yeah. Which area is he going? Um, he's going to Sydney. Okay, nice. Yeah, I was I think... out of Brisbane, where it's like never gets. But uh, Sydney has so much happening, so it's a good time for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty jazzed up for him. But that's pretty sweet, though. That's a good lesson to. Did you find you found you figured that out the wrong way, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ten percent. Oh. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, but then I got my scuba dive certification. I learned how to surf. Like life was good. Yeah. And then went right down to Melbourne. My friend was actually teaching English, so stayed with her. Nice. Had a great time, yeah. And then came out to Canada, figured I should spend a little time at home. Mm-hmm. But um, actually, like a day after I was coming back, one of my best friends did like an extra year in uni. Yeah. So, like she did teacher's college. So she was like, as my graduation gift, I want to drive out to Newfoundland to visit our other friend that was in Newfoundland. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Sounds good. So like two days after I come back, get in the car to drive out to Newfoundland from Ontario. Um, had like an unreal drive. I recommend it to absolutely everybody. Like Drive out uh, east? Yeah, yeah. Like the east drive. First of all, like from Ontario, it's not actually that long of a drive. Like driving west is a lot longer. Yeah. Um, so you could do it in like, we did 10 days and that was like, it was nice. I would like you weren't it. rushing the drive or anything? No, like as long as you're willing to do like five hour chunks. Yeah, it doesn't seem too bad. Yeah. At all, I think. I think James and I we did like the most what we did for uh, roads. I think it was like we did like a bunch of six hours and then a couple yeah. like one or two eights. Yeah, but. yeah. And like it's okay, especially if you're slowing the drive. So yeah, that's not too bad. But yeah, and when I went out to Newfoundland, I saw ten moose on the island and one albino spirit moose, which was like unreal. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we actually like put it on Instagram and I got message being like, do not post the location of this moose because they're like so rare and like hunted and stuff. And, really? Yeah, so. Did you have to take it down? No, I just couldn't post where I took it. Okay, dope, because I'm going to go find that. I'm going to call you out on that. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Look that up. 
That's pretty yeah. wicked. Yeah, and then we went um, out to see like puffins and everything, like Newfoundland, super cool. And we saw icebergs, yeah. like, yeah, great time. Yeah. But yeah, so road trip out there, went back home, was like, sweet, took like a little summer job at um, just like an old camp I used to work at. I was like, yeah. have a nice camp summer, this would be great. Um, and then had like a month still until camp started. So then my friend Logan uh, from, from uni was living out in PEI. So she was kind of, you know, when you move out to a new province, you're kind of like lonely, especially because she went for a job. So mm-hmm. she went totally so I was like, oh, screw it. I'll come spend two weeks with you. Yeah. Drove out to PEI, get a call from my friend who got a job out in Lake Louise. And he was like, do you want a job? Like, do you have a summer job? And I was like, yeah, kind of. And he was like, do you want a summer job in the mountains? And I was like, maybe. Sign me up. Yeah. yeah. So then uh, he's like, email this girl your resume. Email her your resume. Without, within like an hour, get a call being like, can I have an interview? So like an hour later, I'm in a phone interview with this girl running a summer camp in Lake Louise. And she was like, oh, cool. You're amazing. You're per- Oh, no. She's like, I have a few more interviews. And then like, I'll call the winner back. And then calls me back like 10 minutes later. Sure, she and did. Yeah. No, she yeah. like calls me back ten minutes later. She's like, "Never mind. I just I want you to work for me." I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah." And she's like, "Can you be away Friday? This is a Wednesday, and I'm in the wrong province." I was like, "Um, can we do Monday? Monday?" She was yeah. like, "Yeah, okay, Monday works." So I actually drove PEI to Ontario in one day. So sixteen hour drive. That was the longest drive I've ever done. Was Were you solo? Time. All by myself, yeah. What you like? Did you not go insane? Just talk to yourself, or like? Yeah, I like. Def- I think I called a lot of people. Like, yeah. I, you know, yeah. like phone calls nonstop, music jam outs, like just anything I could, and like, yeah. So, and made it pretty safely. Like, I told myself, like, if I get too tired, I'll stop at Paper Hotel, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, get to that. So. Yeah, so then did that. It was Pride Parade in Toronto, so I had like a sweet send off with like a big partying weekend, and then flew it to Lake Louise. Never been out west in my life, and the drive from like Calgary to Banff is like craziest drive in yeah. my life. So I was like so stoked and whatever, and got there and just fell in love. Like mountains are unreal. Yeah, so did a summer there had no obligation to anything so then i while i was in the summer they were like you should apply to work at the ski resort for the winter and i was like down like i snowboard love it blah 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 so applied to work the winter got the job for the winter then uh, i had a book to india a trip to india planned <laughs> so i backpacked india for a month with uh, some friends but yeah sid and jess and then uh we came back I did the snow season out west. Had the time of my life there. Met my current boyfriend. Nice. And then he went to another ski resort. We were like, oh, we don't know. It might not work. Whatever. Worked. Nice. <laughs> so then, uh, Unreal. Then, uh, yeah. So then I moved out to Fernie, BC, which is like a smaller town. Because Lake Louise is like super touristy. Great time. But, uh, yeah. you know, you just like it's nice to be out of the tourists. So we yeah. moved to this small town for the summer. Had a sick time there in Fernie, BC. Just like waitress, but waitressing in a tourist town makes you mad cash. So saved a ton of money. And then, yeah, my best friend got married. Had a time in Canada. Saw some friends and stuff. So stayed in Ontario for like two months. And then as of January 3rd, moved out to Copenhagen. And uh, here we are a year later still here nice so what is it you do right now in uh copenhagen um so right now i'm working for um a startup i've gotten into the startup scene and i super love it um so i'm doing marketing which is perfect for like a travel job yeah um obviously picking up science jobs when i move all the time is just not working out so marketing is like you can do it remotely um and I can move and I can go on holiday whenever I want. And as long as I'm getting content out there, then yeah. Care. yeah. So, yeah. So the company is actually called Ratung. Okay. Which, right. which, yeah, sounds super ridiculous, but uh, it's all for skiing and snowboarding. So it's kind of the dream for me because in a perfect yeah. world, 
I'll get to the point where I can just write content on ski resorts and I can just ski for free all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like, the only way you get to do it is to ski. So, yeah, exactly. Like I'll just snowboard is. and write about all the resorts and everything like that and it'll be a great time. That's sick. Yeah, so I've had to like waitress and stuff to keep, you know, money in the bank. Yeah. Um, yeah, you want to travel but, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I went I went up to Russia to St. Petersburg and How was that trip? Uh, uh, pretty unreal. I I stuck with they advise you to like get tours and stuff, which usually isn't my style, but uh I I took the advice. And the thing is like I don't know, I don't think it's necessarily a safety issue. It's just more like like you would get so lost and you really can't understand people. Yeah, so, Russian is dense. No, it's not, not like language to... few words. Yeah. Um, so I did end up getting like a pretty unreal tour, um, and it was for like a few days. So um, like, did that, yeah, and then saw everything. I oh. think well, everything there is to see, but super yeah. huge uh, European influence in Saint Petersburg. Yeah. So yeah, so it was kind of surprising, like. Yeah, if you know your Russian history, it makes a lot of sense, but I did not know my Russian history, yeah. other than, like, the war, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so super cool to do that. Oh. And that's pretty yeah. Sweet. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, I've been to Germany a bunch. I flew to Germany for $15 from Copenhagen. <laughs> Get off. What? Yeah, yeah. So, fifteen dollars yeah. you flew to Germany. Dollars, yeah. How do yeah. you? Is that a deal? Was it like a buy one get one free, and your friend <laughs> bought or your boyfriend bought a ticket, and you got fifteen bucks? Like, no, it was it was a it was a sale. But uh, yeah, my friend wanted to go to Berlin, and so she flew over here. We did some days in Copenhagen, and she's like, "Yeah, maybe around like the first or the second, we'll fly to Berlin." I was like, "Okay, I'll look up flights." I was like, "Uh, yeah, I'm gonna book it right now." <laughs> so yeah, like we got four tickets all for. Uh, $15 each. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I was talking to this guy who's like, uh, he's like retired. And he was like, this was just in Copenhagen when I worked at the restaurant. And he said that literally, like, just wait for like a seat sale. And if you are, you know, retired or have like a solid chunk of time off, you can literally wait. And he's like, he found a one way ticket for 300 bucks to get to Europe. And then he just waits. And then as soon as tickets are like under 50 bucks, he just like books wherever that's going. He's like, more times than not, you find things. So as long as you have the flexibility in your plan, like, you're so fine. So. Right. And yeah. now, do you find those, like, on just average flight sites? Or is there, like, a typical one you go to that's been... I go to, yeah, I go to Skyscanner. Skyscanner? Like go to, yeah. There is also one called Mamondo, but, yeah, Skyscanner I use pretty solidly. But there has been a good amount of times, like, I'll find the deal in Skyscanner. And then see what airline's offering it. And generally, the airline is also offering the deal. So I've been able to book through the actual airline's uh, website and get the, yeah. like, discount price, you know? Oh, cool. Yeah. So And then when you do book through the site, sometimes you just get better deals and stuff like that. Like, more, you know, when you book, like, through a budget airline company... Um, oftentimes they'll stick you like the back seats or just like really shitty seats and stuff. But if you book through the airline, even if you're getting a budget ticket, you'll still get the better seats. So. Uh, nice. Yeah. So I've flown like with some pretty like budget airlines, but ended up with like the extra leg room seats and this and that because nobody wants to pay the extra money for those seats. And I didn't pay to pick a seat at all. So I just get put like in the leftover seats. Right. Which ends wow. up being expensive one so just kind of works out you pay less for the more oh shit yeah these are like travel hacks and shit. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sweet so anyways do you write any of these or recently in any of your blog posts yeah so i have i have a blog <laughs> um called where's emily at which yeah. is i think pretty accurate <laughs> pretty much uh, yeah i like yeah. the name yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, so my plan is still in work, the works, but my plan is to catch up on all my trips. So there'll be like one page that has literally all my trips and then another page that's like more posts. So like I have one coming up that's like the craziest things I've seen in Denmark and it's just like some wow. nonsense that goes on in Denmark. But, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, but uh, but in general, like it's yeah, that's more like advice kind of. Yeah, uh, and it's just like very big on just telling people to like stop waiting to for the perfect moment because there's never going to be a perfect moment to travel. Like it's always yeah. like money or health. So if you have the time and money, you're losing your health. If you have the health and the time, you have no money. You have the money and the health, you have no time. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh... You can never have all three. You have one or you have two at most. You can never have all three. Yeah. But it's I a, think it's also the reality of like people can need to like learn how to travel cheaper. Like so many people yeah. get this like we're on a holiday and just like spend all their money, then come back from that trip and never go again because they just blew all their money. And I'm just like, you can travel a lot cheaper. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah. So you just have to kind of figure it out and like what suits you and mm-hmm. yeah so that's kind of what it's about in general and then yeah just where I'm at which for my family and stuff it's also just nice they like read out about it when they want to go on trips and stuff like that yeah to see what I liked or did and get advice and stuff like that nice that's pretty sweet what inspired you to like start the blog um, I think most, mostly just people asking about the trip um, because, yeah, it's like, especially when I met up with family and stuff that I didn't see yeah. that often, they'd be like, tell me everything. Um, and I, I would, but sometimes I wouldn't get to everyone or yeah. people would constantly be like, oh my gosh, I need to hear about that trip, you know? So I was like, wouldn't it be nice just to have it in one spot um, yeah. so that everybody gets a little like update, here's what I'm doing. Um, and then they can kind of follow along. I will say, like, so I got it. I've had it for almost a year now. It's actually been messaging me recently, being like, are you going to renew? Are you going to renew? Nice. Um, But my goal was to have it all caught up by now so that I, like, could really do, like, you know, like, I just went to, like, I don't know, you know, I just went to Sweden, and, like, people could, like, literally know, like, more up-to-date but I've done so many trips, which I'm so happy about, but I haven't yeah. been able to catch up with my life yet. Um, so I definitely need to, like, sit down and, like, catch up just to uh, yeah. to keep it. Yeah, because, like, it would be nicer to just, you know, like, go on the trip and then do, like, a nice recap and have it all fresh and whatever. You know, right now it's still being like, what did I do again? And blah, blah, blah. And what sure. did I like? Do you kind of, like, find you do it as a uh, summary of each trip? Or do you just go, like, on day one, I did this. Day two, I did this. This kind of, like, follow in my footsteps. Or do you summarize it? Yeah. So, yeah, with the ones I'm doing from, like, farther the path, I can't do the day one, day two thing. I had Well, I do have some trips where I had wrote it it all out. But I think that's more for, uh, yeah, like, maybe future trips where I could almost (laughs) write it as I go. The other thing, though, is once you're traveling more than a week, nobody wants to hear about that day by day, you know? Yeah, it gets a little, like, there's sometimes little moments that'll stick out, but... Yeah, so, like, even, like, when I went to, I just went to Greece um, at the end of August, unreal trip, um, and yeah, for we're gonna Greece... we're going to come back to that after. Yeah, <laughs> for Greece, I might actually do, like, a, I only did seven days, and, like, I think we kind of crushed it. Slash, like, maybe this one day I could have used more in, like, Athens versus the island. Um, so, like, I think with a post like that, I'm just like, okay, here's day one, here's day two, blah, blah, blah. Here's what you need to buy because these deals are unreal and here's what you shouldn't waste your time on, you know? Yeah. Um, meanwhile, with, like, my big backpacking trips where I'm gone for, like, a month, like, you know, I, it's more summary for sure. Um, and I think the message of it, too, is, like, don't have a plan <laughs> like yeah. run into people that are awesome and join their plan or have a plan and like <laughs> switch it when yeah. the bus is me a dollar like you know so mm-hmm. i like yeah. that because i'm trying to plan because i got my girlfriend last i think for christmas or her birthday i should know this um her birthday <laughs> i think is i'm and I want to plan it to do it in 2020. So I'm definitely going to review the blog you wrote about Greece. But I want, and that's why I asked you about it, right? Because I remember yeah. telling you about this. But I want to do, I was, yeah, because I was wondering like length of time I should go and everything. And I'm, my gift is the ticket there. Right. Yeah. 
So I'm yeah. like, yeah. I'm looking <laughs> forward to it. I'm just also a little, huh, how is it traveling with a significant other? Yeah. So, yeah. It's so, not our first trip, though, like together. So that won't be a problem. We're not going to go on a cruise ship when we've only been <laughs> hanging out for a couple months. But oh, good, good. <laughs> crazy. No, I, I think one of the biggest things for traveling with not just a significant other, but literally anybody is budget. Like, you have to talk about it before. I do not care how awkward it is. Like, you have to because it just, you have to be on the same page. And uh, literally almost to, like, numbers, you know, like, are you bringing $2,000 or are you bringing $4,000? You just need to know. And then usually it's good to agree beforehand on, like, the big thing or the right. big thing. So are you going scuba diving while you're there? Are you going skydiving? You know, like, like if you isolate, like, <laughs> okay, well, that's what I like to do. But yeah. Or just going to a spa that's really expensive. Yeah. You guys went quadding, didn't you? Did you go and, yeah. Oh no, yeah. but you will. You will also go quadding. I am telling yeah. you. Now. Um, only like thirty euros per day, and you get the quad, and both of you can fit on it. You don't need any insurance, anything. It's like literally the most nonsense. Yeah. What? I do. Yeah. Oh, it's so cheap. And gas, like ten dollars fill up the tank, and you will not run out of gas. We had the well for two days. We didn't run out at all. Like we didn't have to stop it out. Nothing. Wow. So, and it came yeah. with a full tank at thirty euros. Yeah, yeah. So you just have to return it with what you had in it. Okay. So, yeah, it's fine to buy a tank of gas. Yeah, we pretty much got it empty, so we had to return it empty. But we like filled it up right away. It took ten dollars to or ten, I guess it was euros to fill up, and then uh, and then that was all we ever paid. So wow. forty euros between two of us. That's so, incredible. Between two people too. That's not bad yeah, at all. You ride, um, and you might as well ride double just because then. Yeah. Have a navigator and stuff. There's no GPS or anything on it. Okay. Um, do you? Yeah, how I, do you find that as like a way to see the uh, islands and everything? So like a way awesome. to explore. Yeah. It's a hundred percent the best way to do it. Yeah. Like because uh, the buses are the most unreliable bus service I've ever used in my life. Like hilariously terrible, uh, but so cheap. Like one one euro fifty that I was like, I'm still going to wait for it, but it will yeah. be inconvenient. So for like our main days, we had the quads and it was perfect. But like for going back to the ship and stuff like that, I just left literally like three hours before my ship just to make sure that these buses didn't screw us over. Wow. Because uh, they run on their own schedule. They're just like completely their own thing. Um, but yeah. So And then I, uh, yeah, I mean, you know me, I, I just hiked. A big lot of it. Yeah. Uh, like at on Santorini, I literally hiked from like the main town all the way to the tip, and like, oh. like that's the best way to see anywhere. But nobody oh. wants to like, <laughs> hike five days straight, you know. So yeah, it days. seems like a lot. But where'd you guys? Uh, like, what'd you do for sure? Uh, hospitality. Like, where'd you stay and everything during just hostels? Uh, Airbnbs. <laughs> Which is actually amazing because we got the cutest little uh, like old style Greek houses like right in the little alleyways and stuff. Yeah. If, if you are going to Santorini, I have a lady that I can like give you her info because she's awesome. Yeah. Um, and it's just like so cozy. Um, but the the trick was just getting it out of the main town. So with especially with like the islands, they always have like a very like you know central town. And when you're in that central town or like right on the edge of the cliff with the white houses, you're paying so much money. But then you're also in a town where the food's double the price. So, you know, we went there and we had a great time, but we didn't stay there. We stayed at like a south part of the island. The beach was 10 minutes away. Like, like mm -hmm. it was great. so nice. I think that was, yeah, just the, the trick, so to speak. So with that, now I'm curious. How <laughs> How many countries have you been to? I've been to 27 countries. Fuck. That's, <laughs> that's pretty impressive. You must be proud of that number. Yeah. I hit 25 right. at 25 years. Nice. Year. So I was like, whew. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now, now, which of all the uh, trips you've been on or coolest places you've traveled, which would you recommend b above of any of them? Like, where would you recommend? Um, okay. 
Well, well, okay. I just one of my most recent trips was to Jordan. Oh, okay, right. And my God, everyone needs to go. Like Petra is one of the coolest places I've ever been to in my life. It's like the the lost city. Yeah. And like everybody knows it from, um, you know, like uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. And the but it's like hundred kilometers of like lost city that these people just like abandoned and like the details in the rocks and like the houses and you can just like picture the village like through the mount like it was just so unreal um and then we went to like Wadi Rum which is like nearby where you're just like in a desert town and you're just like riding in in the back of a jeep the whole time and you get to ride like there's like camels everywhere and like those um actually like parts of Aladdin was shot there so it's just like that real desert life wow that was super super cool um i i really liked australia um so i think you know if you want like a beach holiday like the north east bit of australia is just like unreal like the scuba diving is insane what Um, was it like to get your course when you were there it was good. So I did it in um, the Gold Coast, which is actually like if I were to do it again, I wouldn't go there because the farther down the the coast you get, the wavier it is. Oh. Like, I don't know why, um, like, you know, the, yeah. the behind it. But essentially, like the top bit of the island is quite calm. And that's where like the Great Barrier Reef is and everything like that. Right. So, so, yeah, the shores are as rough. But um, in Gold Coast, like, you know, it's like surfer's paradise and everything. So they do have these, like, wicked ways. But it makes the scuba diving a little less good because it's really turning up the water all the time. Mm -hmm. So the course in general was really great. Like, the people were awesome. I felt quite confident and stuff. But I didn't get to see as many cool things as I did on, like, other scuba diving. Do you see any sharks? Um, I did. But... Not scuba diving, just snorkeling, okay. which right. is uh, maybe yeah. get to here. <laughs> yeah, what but, type of know, sharks? Um, oh, I couldn't even tell you anymore. But it was in Papua New Guinea. I saw them. Oh, cool. But funny enough, I, I shocked myself. But my first question to the, the local that was with us was like, can I go down? <laughs> and he's like, no he's like they're sharks but you never want to come in from a shark like from above them apparently so like oh um, well i'm above them right now anyway so yeah. just yeah. hop right in <laughs> like, swim towards them. well we were already in the water we were just circling right. so yeah oh damn is in Papua yeah. New Guinea. yeah Papua New Guinea was pretty cool um I mean, yeah. Oh, and then Yellowstone National Park. Where? Yellowstone National Park in the States. Yeah. So it's in, like, Wyoming slash Montana. Like, it's on some borders. One of the craziest places I've ever been to. You literally are, it's like you're on Mars. Like, like really? you're on a different planet. And it has so much to offer. Uh, like you need at least three days just to like fast track the park, but you could even do like five. Like literally, like grizzly bears, bald eagles, buffaloes, elk, like flaming pools of sulfuric acid, and like yeah. volcanoes erupting, and everything you want in life. Like uh, the craziest place ever. It sounds yeah. incredible. Yeah, and like colors like you'd never imagine, and everything. Like, so, question for you then: With all these experiences, where do you feel traveling best fits into the schedule of life? Um, it, I suppose it depends. Like, I think, like, I like how I did it, like graduating yeah. uni and going. Um, but if you do that, like, you definitely need to get the job to. Uh, support yourself because we're all a little bit broke when we graduate right yeah <laughs> um so it worked out perfect for me you know i got the i mean everybody can just go work on cruise ships after they graduate and we'll yeah. all be fine <laughs> but yeah, now, really- 
<laughs> yeah. But even I have friends that have like gotten into teaching jobs right away in other countries and things like that. And like, it's just prime because you're, I think later will be harder to travel. Like obviously once kids are in the picture, like, and like, even now I'm starting to get people being like, Oh, shouldn't you be settling down? So like, you know, uh, so if you start it younger, you have less people telling you not to. Um, people are always going to tell you what they want or what they think is best for you and stuff. So. For sure. Yeah. yeah no, I think I would have got like out of uni is a great time because also like people, you know, when you're applying for jobs, like right after uni is you were so narrow minded to like our hometowns, our uni towns and like maybe some other town that my friend lives in. But like if you yeah. literally open yourself up to the whole world, then there's a million more jobs out there. Like, if you're mm -hmm. willing to go to, like, Qatar, it is made up of so many expats, and you make mad cash. Like, it's insane. And so much of it is tax-free. So, right. like, you know, my friend's nursing in Saudi Arabia, and, like, like she is probably the richest person I know right now. <laughs> you know, like, so if you're willing to, like, take those jobs in other countries, like, you, you just get exposed to, like, such a different way of life. And, like, yeah. I just think it's prime. I think you yeah. gave everybody a money life hack. Just there. <laughs> so I write that one down on the time. Is that 41 minutes you wrote that? You said that? Oh. Nice. Yeah. So out of all this, uh, what lessons, like what one lesson you think has stuck out for you above everything? Um, I think it's just like, don't care what other people think. Like, I've definitely got the, uh, like, what are you doing with your life? Or why aren't you working in your field and all that? Ooh, and it's just, it just doesn't matter. Like, I think the first question you should ever ask anybody is just, are you happy? Are you having a good time? Right. But we're so in this life where it's like, so what are you doing for work? And I'm like, ugh, it like hurts my soul when I get asked that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I tell people I've just been retired multiple times because fun employed doesn't sound as good. Fun employed. Yeah, yeah. I've been retired a few times. Yeah, so nice. I'm like, I had a okay. job, I just, I finished it. Yeah. <laughs> and now, kind of to close then, um, do you have a favorite quote? Um, if there's a will, there's a way. Unreal. That is, that is I like that. Easy. I, yeah, I got asked it on an interview the other day. <laughs> I was like, huh. but it came to me automatically that time, so it must be. It must be it. <laughs> what interview? Where was this? Um, it was actually super random. But as of January, I'm either hoping to go full time with my startup, or I'll do like, I guess like almost full time, and then have a other part time job on the side. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like looking at what's out there for this part-time job on the side. Because yeah. um, in the startup scene, like, oh, it's, it's a totally different world than like corporate business. But essentially, mm -hmm. like money is not as guaranteed. Um, mm -hmm. Like we're coming into a big investment and stuff. So mm -hmm. maybe we can start to set up like more of a salary. Okay, cool. um, but I talk to them about that. <laughs> What's the difference uh, then between the corporate like business versus the startup? Startup is like a million times more chill. But the yeah. thing is, like a startup, you just have to have people that are super passionate about it, and like you're all in it because you believe in it. Right. Um, so you're along for the ride. You're not in it for the money. You're, like one day, hopefully, oh, it'll make lots of money, and I'll yeah. be sitting super nice financial place um but right now it's like when we get a client we get a sale we all get a bit when we don't get a client we don't get a sale none of us get a bit you know so i see it's not um if you were working for a startup on salary that would be very different you'd be on salary mm -hmm. but i'm like a, a co-founder so i okay. i'm in it for the business so yeah, yeah so okay <laughs> and i just i mean Corporate business is just, I think lots of those people really have to step on other people to get up in the world. And yeah. the scene, it's just like we just hype each other up. And right. like, it's driven by like, passion. Exactly. So, yeah. So, nice. uh, yeah, I went to like a pitch the other day and like just 
chatting. Um, and uh, it was like a big, there's lots of investors, so very like corporate business. And it was just, mm. my God, it hurts my soul to talk to them. But uh, yeah, like I literally had a man, I was talking about sustainability randomly. And this guy was like, the polar bears are all dead, all right. And I was like, <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Like, oh, oh. Uh, it hurts. It hurts yeah, to hear. Like, yeah. they're not all dead, actually, but uh-huh. like, <laughs> open up a book or a Google search, man. Come on. Oh, that's yeah. painful. But And the amount of times he just like told it. Like, I get it, like, with corporate business, it's yeah. and with investors in general, it's not about you as an individual. It's about mm-hmm. how are you going to make money, because for the investors, they want, they need you to make money so they yeah. can get money on their investment. I get that, but the amount of times that this man was like, I do not care who you are. As an individual, you do not matter. I'm like, thank you. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I, I do understand that, but... Yeah, exactly. uh, He's like, you could be the nicest girl in the world. It wouldn't matter to me. <laughs> it's okay. all about what you're... Yeah. Like, wow. But, yeah. So I was just like, oh. But there's also just, you know, bad people in the world and good people. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's stressful, though. That must have been, like, uh, frustrating. But... Yeah, I mean, I found it amusing a little bit, actually. Yeah. I had like perma smile of like you're such a dick <laughs> like oh, yeah they are polar bears are yeah. all dead yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I did like when, I, when I came out of the meeting I did have someone stop me and they were like you were so good at just like having like some little comments that like went back that kind of like put them in their place and I was like oh thank you like hey. I, hope, I hope something <laughs> yeah this one girl was like I was about to just be like I, I don't even know about my numbers I don't know anything like ah, because like, they're <laughs> such like dicks and I was just like yeah <laughs> Right? No, no, no. Yeah. It's kind of like, kind of respond in the, like, condescending way, but it's coming from a good place at the same time. It's weird. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm a better person than you, and I know yeah. it, so it's <laughs> It's not the... But that, that's cool, though. That's cool to know the difference, though. And, like, because everyone, I feel, puts... It's like, if you're doing something and it's making money, that you're all in the same boat. But you're not. Which I think oh. is pretty eye-opening for me it is as well but and lots of my friends that work in corporate they're like i'm a number i know i'm a number you know like i'll be replaced like yeah plus i think the biggest difference honestly is like uh like if you're in an office and it's like everybody's coming in nine o'clock sitting at their desk working lunchtime hits you know it doesn't matter if they're in the middle of a project it's lunchtime we're going we're not getting paid for this half hour okay, we're being paid again. We better be sitting down. Like, that's just, that's corporate. And startups like, sweet, what are we going to do today? Here's this. Here's what I'm thinking. Blah, blah, blah. Here's what I achieved. And then you do your business for a bit. They're like, oh, Yeah, it's okay. driven on energy. Like, the energy like, is what. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, should we go to brunch? And someone will be like, I just got to finish the call. You're like, okay, cool. Lunch in half hour then. You know, like, so yeah. different. Nice. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I like it a lot. Um, and yeah, and there's a big community of it in Denmark, but I think, I think it'll be big around the world soon. Nice. Are you planning any ski trips in the future? Oh yeah. I'm actually, we're making, planning our first trip out to, I think France this, um, February, hopefully. Um, but it'll be my first time skiing in Europe. I'm slightly stoked, but also I hear it's all groomers and I'm not sure how I feel about it. I'm like, give me power and trees. Yeah. Do you you snowboard, eh? Yeah. Ah. There's also the minority over here. Yeah. Because I've I've been skiing a few times. Like, I recently started up. Girlfriend and I went on a trip, and we're going again in February. Not in France, but (laughs) in Blue Mountain, I believe. Okay, nice. Yeah, Yeah, so that would be fun. Uh, and that's something that I've kind of winter sports I want to get into. So, well, more, because I do it, and I'm like, like I'm not falling down hills, yeah. and these are difficult, well, steep enough hills. The place so I'm like, yeah, this is pretty sweet. So yeah. that's definitely something I'm trying to lean more into. But France, I'll wait, I'll wait before yeah. I. I'm not not on you guys' level yet. 
So, but I mean, go out once you get like confident enough, just go out west and like yeah. the boarding is so amazing out there. But Ontario doesn't have anything in comparison. Actually, you know what? As a stepping stone, do like Quebec, like Mount Tremblant. Super yeah. nice in between, has a pretty wild party scene, so you can get like Sweet. a bit of both. Yeah. And then eventually That's it works. No. <laughs> no. Because I feel like. I'm trying to think of the good ones in Ontario. Like, I know Blue Mountain's up there. Um, and then, like, there's obviously every city has one. Yeah. Sort of. Just, yeah. Up, up north, I like Mount Antoine. Out yeah. in, uh, out kind of east. Mattawa. Yeah. Had a good time there. And Searchmont. Searchmont, yeah. It's up uh, the other way. Uh, <laughs> Sault Ste. Marie, yes, that's yeah, it. Okay. I was like, like I don't like that. Right yeah. I think it's weird. All right, nice. So, but I think, I mean, yeah, going into Quebec is probably your better bet, like for bigger ones. Right. Uh, but Blue Mountain, and there's another one down there, Mount. Um... Not Tremblant. No, Tremblant's out west. I don't know. There's another one right near Blue Mountain. That's no, okay. Oh, Horseshoe? No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is, okay. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. That's where I first learned, actually. Shut up, grade seven ski trip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, smooth? Yeah. No, that's, uh, okay. Sweet. Cause yeah, that's something I'm trying to get into more, because then I'm not really much of skating's you know like requires a lot but i like like skiing seems a lot more fun and then the trip aspect of skiing that you can just go on ski trips you can't really go on many skating trips <laughs> you know no. or like yeah, toboggan I mean, trips but yeah and ski trips yeah. are skiing, so. oh yeah. sweet so emily when i go to um greece i will you'll be the first person i'll ask about the uh woman in santorini yeah, yeah, definitely. 100%. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I'll, anyways, I plan to, this will be up, like, Tuesday is what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I'll link you, tag you and everything, like, the drill. It'll be yeah. easy. So, yeah, I appreciate your time, though. I really do. It was really fun yeah. hearing from you and cool, cool talking to you. Nice to catch up. If you see James and all them, say hi for me. Oh, I definitely will. Everybody hugs. Yeah, I will. Don't worry about that. For sure. I know. Nice. I actually can't come back home for a little while, so I'm like, oh, Christmas. But, uh, but yeah, maybe in the spring I'll get everyone together. Sweet. I tend to just be like, everybody come hang out with me. Yeah. <laughs> but then it, it tends to be like a nice reunion for everyone. So I'll definitely make the uh, the journey wherever you are when you make it into Canada. So <laughs> Good. Awesome. All right. Where have you been? What mistakes have you made? What lessons have you learned? What is life really like after high school? Where you been? Where you going? Is your life really golden? Tell Glenn where you been at. It's the Life After High School podcast.